Hi, folks. Welcome to the Wealth on Any Income podcast. This is where we talk about money, tips, techniques, attitudes, information, and provide inspiration. I'm your host, Rennie Gabriel. Today, we've got a special guest I've known for probably over 30 years, Jill Lublin. If you want to know how to create visibility for yourself and or your business, Jill is the master. She's the author of four best-selling books, including Get Noticed, Get Referrals. She's a co-author of A Guerrilla Publicity and Networking Magic. Her latest book, Profit of Kindness, uh, also became a number one. She's the CEO of a strategic consulting firm and has over 25 years experience working with over 100,000 people, plus national and international media. She teaches a virtual publicity crash course. She helps authors create book deals with major publishers and agents, as well as obtaining foreign rights deals. Welcome, Jill. Thank you, Rennie. It's a delight to be here. Well, let me ask you something (laughs) which sounds kind of silly. You've been in publicity for so long, but why do you do this? Oh, why do I do this? First of all, I love helping people get their message out. Really, it's, it's in my heart, my spirit to really support. Somebody's got a great message. And what I've seen is the power of the media to multiply your message, to operate as an attraction factor, has really been uh, the way that people can get speed with their message and reach a lot of people quickly. That's why I do it. I love it. I'm passionate about it. And I've actually seen you know, uh, the the media multiply. I know people go, oh, well, newspapers are disappearing, but guess what? Now we got podcasts, people like you. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's growing all over the place. Well, who who would you say are your best clients or your target market? Mm, Mostly consultants, coaches, speakers, authors, and then small business people, right? That could be a chiropractor, a real estate agent, Um, That could be a person who gives some kind of services. So those are typically my, I'll call them top five, top five folks. I can get that. Um, Now, this is a little bit off base, but because I donate 100% of the profits from the work that I do to charity, uh, I love working with people who are also philanthropically minded. Um, Is there a particular charity or a favorite charity you like to support? Well, I'll tell you the thing that I do that I commit to. uh, So my answer is yes, particularly around animals and women. So ASPCA, I tend to do and women's organizations that help women get on their feet to start businesses again. Uh, But here's my commitment is that I teach a virtual publicity course. I teach it twice a month. And in every single course, guess what? There is a nonprofit who Mm -hmm. is granted a seat. Uh, as my guest, and so they do not pay, and they get to go through and learn how to do publicity for their nonprofit. So that's been that's been my give back, actually, consistently over many years. And in fact, when I would when we were in person, uh, so the course is virtual; it will continue virtually. But when we were in person, um, I would be in cities that I didn't know anybody, so I would call one of my clients and say, "Hey, listen, here's what I got. Please help me." And and my clients were always gracious enough to helped me find a nonprofit locally. So that was really wonderful. Well, talking about that kind of giving back uh, and supporting nonprofits, two things I want to say. One of them is too many people who have a nonprofit or who are thinking of having one 
think that they should not be making profits. And all the tax law says is your profits are not taxed. But if you don't have profits, and I don't care what kind of business you have, you won't have a business. And it doesn't matter if it's a not-for-profit business or a for-profit business, you must have profits to stay in business and support the people that you want to support. Um, but along the same lines, we're talking about what you know, you're having someone in who operates a nonprofit, they get a free seat. That sounds a little bit like something that might be in your book, Profit of Kindness. Mm, thank you. Is there you. a connection to that? Well, you know, my focus is always helping uh, messengers get their message out. I like to say I'm a messenger of messengers, tied into your other question. And absolutely, kindness is about uh, distributing your talents and skills and giving to others, right? So to that end, I have a year of kindness now where we come together in community. And with the profit of kindness, it's tied into that. And one of the tenants, um, you know, everyone's always concerned about return on investment, Renny, and you get that. I get that. It is important, yes, to be a profitable business and get return on investment. With the profit of kindness, I also recommend that we have rocks, ROK, return on kindness principles, <laughs> rocks, also known as rocks. And one of those tenants, or what I call the pathway to kindness, is generosity. And so giving away a course uh, is, is generous. You doing what you do is generous, right? And that multiplies uh, wealth. It multiplies beautiful things in the world, right? And, and you do it because it's the right thing to do, the kind thing to do. Or at least that's what I do. And I know that's how you think. Yeah. So we are in alignment. And as a part of that, um, you know, I had struggles to get to where I'm going. I'm going to guess most of the people who are listening have struggles or blocks in one way or another. Would Is there a business failure that you could talk about? Oh, yeah. Well, I think, listen, if you arrive anywhere on your journey, I mean, part of it is falling on your face occasionally. I've launched programs. I remember a mastermind I, I attempted to launch. And it was a three day and I was all excited. And, you know, frankly, the book had just gorilla publicity had come out and I thought, Oh, this will be great. Well, it was, it was a failure. It just was people would drop out quicker than they would stay. And they, they just didn't stay connected. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at that time, that was also on me learning how to manage one and make it excellent. And it just, it just failed. Right. The other thing that happened for me is I actually uh, fell and fractured both ankles mm. and ended up in a wheelchair for five months. Well, hey, guess what? My business tanked during that time because I tanked, right? And this is the problem or wonderful blessing, depending on what's going on, of being an entrepreneur is that I'm the only one, right? So here I was a speaker and author and guess what? I couldn't travel and I couldn't fulfill certain responsibilities. And I, I felt like a failure. I mean, of course, I was just dealing with a life situation, which is called, hey, six months, I'm out. Um, I can't get on an airplane. And speaking was kind of out of the question. And my brain was foggy because I was dealing with uh, healing, right? And in that time, I couldn't be uh, the, the best of who I am. 
And so, you know, what I learned from that, which was interesting, is my next, that was going to be my next question. (laughs) Well, stop going it alone. You know, this is to all of us, right? I mean, who's a Lone Ranger, right? I can raise my hand. I was a Lone Ranger and I didn't have the support I needed. And uh, that was really an eye opener for me. And I like to call it that God stopped me in my tracks because that is what happened. I got stopped in my tracks and I had to reassess and revise and reanalyze and all those things that are good for us, for a business owner to do anyway. It just got, shall we say, forced upon me. And for me, that was a a failure. I felt like a failure, but actually what what came out of that was wonderful and great things and a continuous uh, ongoing journey. I understand it completely because it was about seven years ago, I severed an Achilles tendon, couldn't do anything, um, and ended up just staying at home to you know, make phone calls to get things taken care of and going stir crazy. And that's when I started the online business because my kids knew I didn't have the emotional capacity to retire. Um, and so, yeah, it uh, provides the evaluation of what you've been doing and new directions. Well, let me ask you, in terms of the clients you've worked with, um, do you have like a case study or a story of how the work you do impacted a particular client, where they were, where they ended up based on what you supported them with? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Well, there was Ryan, we'll take, and that is his real name because he loves me telling the story. <laughs> Ryan came to me and frankly, uh, he was had been fired from a corporate job. He knew he had to make his business get ready and happen again. He had a pregnant wife with their third kid on the way, right? And did I mention uh, that he just bought a house? So now he's got a big mortgage. Yes. A, A pregnant wife, two children already. And it's like, oh my God, what do I do? What he did was that he knew publicity would help drive drive his business, get that recognition. And um, in working with him, one of my skills is to take a look at the message and revise it, redo it, recreate it. And, you know, as much as I loved what his business model was, it wasn't going to be the thing that drove his business. And so I, I made him into what I called a virtual office warrior. And the acronym for that is VOW. Ryan took a VOW never to work in an office again. And guess what? That got him on the front page of the San Francisco um, Business Times. That got him in to Entrepreneur Magazine and Mac Home Journal and all kinds of places and spaces, literally, that increased his revenues by 40%. That got his business really shot like a rocket because he was able to create that business and get people connected to him. So it was an amazing opportunity. And then on top of that, Rennie, because we, I I like to call it push the right button, we were able to get that story literally duplicating for like seven months. It just kept going. And he kept being featured and featured and featured again, so that his business is now a thriving consulting business. In fact, I'll tell you that one article, one article in the Chinese Times, because he's Asian American, Hmm. Do you know that netted him $7,000 in consulting income? Super amazing results. So um, I'm, I'm very, very excited and proud and thrilled that I was able to help him contribute to his success. Well, I'm going to guess there are other people, and I, well, I already know you've got 
a resource for my listeners that could support them to do very similar things. And would that be your action guide or would that be a free gift? Well, it's actually both. I've created two things that all of your listeners can get great publicity tips from uh, by either listening or actually an action guide to really go through some real world ways to get your name out there because that's a real key in life is to create that visibility and publicity to get your message heard. So well, you'll be finding that. Great. I'll, I'll put both of them in the show notes uh, for this call. And last thing before we wrap up, is there a question I should have asked you that would give great value to the audience? And obviously, if you tell me what the question is, I'd want you to <laughs> answer it as well. Oh, absolutely. So I think the big first question is, what do I do first, Jill? <laughs> and I hope you're wondering that because one thing I'd like you to do first is create a powerful message and get that message um, in you so that you can speak it, be it, create it and say it anywhere, anytime to anyone. That message will get you the media you deserve and it will elevate your confidence so that you can quickly and easily connect to your audience and say the right things in the right order when you're being interviewed. Those are good things. Well, I, I've got to add one more question. And how will someone know if they have a powerful message? So I tested on a few people. Yeah, I mean, we, test it. Yeah. See if it falls flat. But remember that your audience is the media. That's the one I'm talking about. But your mm -hmm. audience is the message that, that I teach people in my virtual publicity courses and every time I work, guess what? This message will be good for prospects, will be good for clients, will be great for media and great for networking. So it has multiple uses and that's a good thing. Fabulous. Well, Jill, I want to thank you for being on the show and uh, for all of our listeners, you can listen to our podcast on any of your favorite platforms, whether it's Apple, Stitcher, you name it, and rate, review, and subscribe. And uh, thank you for being on the show, Jill. It's just so great to always stay connected to you. Thank you, Rennie.